Welcome to Snack Break. Today we're joined with Chris Cunningham, brand strategist and founding member at ClickUp. Um, today we'll be speaking about everything regarding, you know, content for brands and partnerships. And Chris is an expert in this space, so we're super excited to have him today. I think to just get things started, you know, give us a little background on ClickUp and what your day-to-day -day looks like as, you know, a brand strategist there. Yeah, of course. So ClickUp project management software, our goal is really just to keep everyone more productive. And we use project management as we were starting other companies in the past. So I think that we just saw an opportunity in the fact that so many different teams use different types, right? Your marketing team would be in, uh, you know, Asana, your dev team might be in Jira. We just, we saw no, we, saw, we thought that didn't make sense at all. So Zev was on a mission to fix that. And yet ClickUp's growing very fast. A lot of our day-to-day -day now is, is more so focusing on everything and getting our, our eyeballs on the product, right? People know project management, people are choosing it every day, but why would they choose us? So a lot of my day is looking at different ways that we can market. It could be through podcasting. It can be through, uh, we were just on Elon, um, Elon Musk's episode of SNL. We ran a commercial there, very successful. And we're really, really pushing hard on out of home, being that we're not as well known as Jira or Monday at the moment, but we're, we're running data each month as we just keep doing these uh, out of home. Like we have every single train here in San Diego wrapped, literally, actually. We're in every single large city with billboards. You go to Atlanta, you go in the airport, New York, Dallas, you, you will run in and see ClickUp. That's our big push we're doing now. And we're following that out with really cool Facebook ads and creative things I'm sure we'll get into. Yeah, amazing. That sounds great. And congratulations on the, you know, recent or at least in the last six months, you know, uh, series B, 100 million, correct? So yes, that's kind yes, of 100 million, a billion dollar valuation. Yeah, that's, that's some sweet stuff. Congratulations there. So I bet that gives you a lot of, you know, tailwind to be, you know, wrapping, you know, trains and other sources of like transportation. Um, so that's all great stuff. You know, when you think about putting yourself out there with like the Mondays and the other productivity tools, you know, where do these ideas come from? You know, is it, is it you at, at the helm of it or like, where do you get, you know, these creative ideas that are innovative. That, that's what I love about ClickUp. Like I, I, I can't say enough, obviously since being here at the beginning, but we can run with anything. There is no red tape. There is no, there's no holding us back. Like there's an idea we run. So it's, it's not just me. I definitely do come up with a lot of ideas. And I do, uh, I do music for our new features. That's something really creative that I've been doing. It actually was kind of like a joke to me at the beginning, but it was well received by the investing team and they're loving it. So we've been doing songs. I mean, I'm, I'm going to the studio in two hours of this with, with a music artist to, to make another song. I have ideas for certain things that I can run, but we have a whole team. So we have, we have Melissa who came over from BuzzFeed who's our chief of creative. She just has insane ideas. Her husband actually gives us a lot of ideas too. Um, we've hired a team. We have a whole, we have DPs. Uh, we have Nick Fabiano who we hired who's done a lot of major commercials for Pedigree and, and so forth. Uh, but really it's a, it's a whole team effort and everything is done in ClickUp. So there's an idea section or like list and click up and then we just throw ideas in there. When someone sees one, they're like, whoa, this one's good. We kind of, uh, we have a whole process and how we push things in place. So we have an idea bank, then the ones that really get voted well upon move into the main part. And then from there, we get to certain things. Some week we focus on content for ads. Some we just want to be cool. Some we, like I said, we keep our ears to the street. Like someone made a rap song called Click Up. Um, and the next day we made our own version of the song and came out with it and they got a lot of press. It was cool. Um, so yeah, things like that. If something cool is trendy, we move on it fast. Because especially like today's age with TikTok and all that, you know, trend is cool for two days. If you didn't make something and jump on it, you, two weeks later, no one knows even what you're doing, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, the process really to use ClickUp and to have ideas, it's a whole team um, and then we execute. I feel like we just can't breeze over the fact that you're making music. So like speak, speak about like, like what, are, what are the channels of distribution there and kind of like the goals of creating yeah. your, own, your own music? 
I'm so glad you asked. So it was, it, this came from a joke in like 2016. I made a rap, uh, just, just joking around. I was like, for, I think it was over Christmas break. I went home and I had nothing to do. And ClickUp was maybe eight employees at the time and hardly any users. There's a, a popular rap song called Nuck If You Buck. And I did like a, uh, uh, our own version of that. I really went at the competitors. Like I was like calling out Basecamp, calling out Trello. And uh, the, the video went viral. <laughs> like it went pretty viral. It got like 30 or 40,000 views. And I uh, later got brought back up. And our company said, oh, you should do it again. So I, I did, and I just happened to do it for one of our features, which was the email feature. And I went on, there's a popular song by 24K Golden. And I just kind of went on that song and I, I caught it. After that, they asked me next week to do it again for the next feature. And so now with each feature we have coming out, I'm planning ahead and, and making cool songs we release. We do like little graphic motion designs behind it, but it's actually quite popular. We've, we've had, we've had uh, people come to want to work for us from other companies using that example. Like the fact you guys do music is cool. So the long-term play is one we, we want to keep doing with our features. It's fun. It's a new easy way. And we're not overdoing it. It's like we're out here hiring Ed Sheeran to sing for us. You know, we're, we're just pulling employees and have a little bit of time. Like, I can't sing. I'm not a musician, but I'm rapping and having fun with it just because uh, the CEO and I, Zeb, actually funny story, used to manage rappers together in college. That was like our thing. We had a, a company and everything doing it. And we actually still work with the rapper uh, who makes that we worked did in college on some of the click up songs. So it all came full circle. I think the big thing is we're not afraid to, to try funny and weird things. Uh, like everyone told us it was dumb at the beginning and now everyone loves it. So it's, it's ironic. You never know. But yeah, I, I am making music and I'm making two more songs tonight and you know, I'll share some of the more future ones with you. Love that. That's so cool. Definitely innovative at the forefront. And like, you can tell that I guess content creation is just at the forefront of like who you are and that's why you are, you know, such an asset to like the click up community. Mm-hmm. Like you understand that that content's king, um, so I guess like speaking there, I really unless Chloe, you want to jump in on anything here, but I was gonna get kind of into like partnerships. But um, I was just gonna ask, um, what, uh, how do you get like uh, so in, so much engagement as like I like were there any challenges as a B two B company that you face in terms of creating this content because it's like you know it sounds like you're just coming up with these like really edgy ideas, but like you know because you're a productive uh, product app so like how, how do you market that to your biggest customers yeah I, I think it's a great question so our traction in the beginning was always low it, it was it was really hard and I think rather than take shortcuts which we knew how to do like we, we ran social media companies prior to this if like you know how to, to do quick growth and giveaways and things like that but really isn't isn't a go like I think we just focused on the, the core and this is probably not sound cliche but people will say this you know focus on the core you do have uh, and we did but I think what really started getting our social, uh, our media, like social media growing was working with other companies and doing other cool things. Mm-hmm. That's how we got in front of other audiences, like how we're going to do together. Um, you know, we're, we're both, our, both our followings will lift when we share the content for each other. So we did a lot of those in the early days. And then we just had a couple pieces go viral. We paid certain influencers to help. And honestly, that was a big part. So not only will we get an influencer to post for us, we'll also, if we're close enough to them, we can get it, access to their Facebook and get and create like lookalike audience. And then, so imagine if you, if you like Damon John and then, you know, we run an ad to you with Damon John, you're very likely to engage in it. So that's how we really increased our engagement rates. And yeah, and we, we've kept relationships with a lot of those people and a lot of times us commenting on their posts and they comment back on ours. You'd be surprised what a couple of verified comments does for your engagement too. So I think with us really like working with some celebrities and staying in touch with them and them commenting and stuff, it just seemed to kind of put us on a different level and we kept steadily growing from there. And then our user base, obviously 
that helps too. Yeah, these are all really good tips. We've been like trying to do a little bit more influencer marketing ourselves, but you know, it's hard to get those big names sometimes unless you don't pay in. Um, you know, it also helps if they're passionate about the, the program. Are they using your program as well, these influencers? Yes, definitely try to get the ones who are. There's some who had to teach the platform. I'd love to lie to you, like everyone uses ClickUp. <laughs> There's been a few who had to teach ClickUp and make sure it was a fit and, and all that. But luckily I'm reaching out to a lot of like dev influencers. Um, they're the ones who've done really well for us. For you all, you could go more wide range range if you want i can link you to some people who could help you with that but you definitely should talk yeah. to a few yeah definitely don't overpay these influencers are always trying to get you to overpay at the beginning you gotta stay strong they, they need a check and they 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 like consistent checks if you if you pitch them on like a three-month campaign which is better than you know if, having someone post one and done just doesn't make sense because people forget about it, it's over so um it's better for the influencer it's also better for you because you'll get more value so i usually try to say hey look I know you probably get a thousand dollars per post. I'm not going to pay you that. You know, I'm probably going to pay you 300 or 400 per post, but I'm going to do it every month for three or four months. Would you rather have that towards, you know, rent everything else or not? And they typically always take it even if it is a, a larger pay cut because at the end of the day, it's, it's just a little bit of time for them. And it still is an output of money. Completely. And I think that just goes on to the point of like building a relationship with like these personalities, like a one and done with a 90 day clause on that 91st day, your post might disappear. But exactly. with like, so, <laughs> yeah, but with like a four month relationship, you're actually educating them throughout the time on, you know, and you know, how to speak the click of language or the snack magic language, which is kind of exactly. like the goal here. And it's kind of like a segue into kind of one question I was going to have is the ideal customer of click of going there for a second, you know, of course you have these massive companies, but what other areas do you think maybe it is like a record label and like their music distribution? Like what are some of the, you know, maybe most slept on use cases of ClickUp that, that you are trying to get into like that market or could just like really help? Yeah, no, I got you. And I think you guys should look at this. I, I just spoke to uh, this uh, esports team today and we partnered up with them. And man, did, did they, they brought me some of the coolest leads and I forgot. I started a little research on how big that industry is. And you look into Fortnite, you look into these games and the money behind it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I want it. You know, I want in. I want them to think we're cool and I wanted to howl that we think. So I gave this team free ClickUp and I didn't think that much of it. Next thing I, there, uh, I was like, can you just post on your Twitter or something like that? And I look back, I wake up and wonder, our Twitter's just popping. Because this is like, a, 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 they're in Europe. It's called 15 Kings. And next day they, they posted us, they did all this huge shout out. Our, our Twitter's just going crazy. And it's because they're like, this is so cool. ClickUp got involved in esports. And I didn't even realize it was that big of a deal. So yeah, after I saw the aftermath of, of this little partnership that to me, honestly, I'm giving them a software that we already have, right? So I'm giving it to them free. But yeah, I think you guys should think about the gaming world too, because they need snacks and they need to get a little healthier because they're not moving so much. Uh, so I thought about, I got to help, I got to hook up my crew with some of these games because now all these companies, these gaming companies are reaching out to us and we've already closed a few large deals from that. And I would have never, ever thought about it. Um, and now we're going to be like on their jerseys that they have, you know, almost like in soccer and everything else. So I think esports is a fun one that I, I wasn't, if you asked me two weeks ago, I wouldn't have told you at all. But yeah, my, my attention is very much so, so on it, especially when I studied how much money is being spent in that sport. It's like, it's, it's wild. I mean, some of these people like Ninja are getting paid insane number, you know, FaZe Clan is through the roof. They can do anything they want. So yeah, my eyes on, um, that's a new one my eyes on, but I'm looking at every market. The ideal pickup customer is anyone who wants to be more productive? Obviously, we want more enterprise. You know, we do. I think we've done a really good job on SMB. And I think now that we're a few features away from really being that complete, you know, enterprise package. So we're we're on it. Our dev team is working really hard to, to really, I guess, expand what our ideal customer is. But honestly, anyone wants to be productive, come use ClickUp. You know, we're ready. 
I love that so much. That's, that's great. And I think like, yeah, the whole gaming community, of course, that's a market for us as well. And like a nice partnership, but that is out of the box. Yeah. 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 True. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like, if these, cause I know I, I have a lot of friends who are like really into like streaming stuff, you know, like people playing, they're just playing games. Oh right? yeah. They're just playing. Right. Like they could just, Oh, you know what? I'm hungry. Just whip out a little snack box, instant promo. That's brilliant. Honestly. I'm I think it's a good one. I, th I think if we had, I think if you had some of these gamers and you just hit them up, Hey, let's give you a free box. So while they're streaming, just say, Oh, we yeah, asked why you're streaming. Like, yo, if you like, this is snack magic snacks. I'm not eating some BS for seven 11, you know, like, you can right. hit it with something like that. And like, who would love it? Cause I mean, I really just, we actually have some extra. I was just eating some, I just had some truffle, like truffle little cheese. Like instead of eating like, Cheetos, you know, I had some truffle, like really high end snack earlier because of snack magic. You know, like it's once you have it around, you kind of get it. You know, you want, you want to upgrade your snacks. I think that's like the, as we work together, I want to show that to like, to our like users is just how cool the snacks are. They're, they really are. I mean, there's like a, a, an extra fruit drink. Like it was like pure fruit almost like, I, mean, I don't know. You guys find the most unique snacks. And I know I'm really good friends with Bill Glazer, the CEO of uh, outstanding foods. And he loves working with you guys, the pick out chips and, and all that. I mean, they're awesome. So it's, uh, it's definitely cool to see. Yeah. We actually have a new uh, section. I don't know if you saw called work and play. And that's really good for like, uh, it's more like productive items. Like there's like Idris Elba coloring book and like a sushi pin set. No way. <laughs> Titanic ice cube. Like it's insane. Several love that stuff. Just cool things to have around your desk. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just cute little fidget things. That's a good idea. Good one. I did a little deep dive into your Instagram and there was this one video of you driving and you were speaking about network and you precisely did that on our call two weeks ago. And you know what's you were so like, funny is talk to Bill and it's like leaving, you know, creating or creating a safe space or a space that every conversation will lead to another seed planted. And I think like, do you want to speak to that? Like in regards to like how you approach building your network or like how you want to, you know, work. Man, that's actually probably my favorite question I've been asked, if I'm being honest, and, and, and for two reasons. One, that video, I used to be really, uh, to be honest, insecure. I had a stuttering problem when I was young. I was like, I'm not going to do any videos like that because I see everyone doing it. My friend was like, we're in the car, and he has cameras. He just just talk for a minute. And I did, and that's what came out because that is the truest thing. that like A lot of people ask me, how did you end up here? How did you end up ClickUp? How'd, and it's, it's I, I love to lie. Like, oh, I'm some super genius, or you know, I speak really well. It's like, no. I, honestly, I just said, kind of been true to the fact that I do meet a lot of cool people, but I always, my mind is forever always working. Like as I meet a lot of people and getting cool opportunities, which I have from our prime previous companies and experience with influencers, things like that. But as I meet, like, as I meet you, as I'm talking to you, who and my mind's kind of working, like how, how can I help Greg? And you know, what can I do? And then I didn't even, I didn't know Bill was already on stack, you know, stack magic. So I'm thinking, Hey, look like this, this is really going to help two people. But I didn't realize you guys already connected. That's, that really is what's worked for me is my mind is already turning up. Okay, how can I help this person? And it's usually not that hard. It's usually I just know someone that they should know. And that's really what it is. I'm not doing you know, any, anything crazy. But that alone has given me a, a great network. And a lot of people trust me to do the same. And if I come back and if I do happen to ask for a favor, which I rarely do, to be honest, but if I do, you're, you're most likely inclined to want to give it to me because I've given you like three other favors that helped you that you remember top of mind. So I just keep giving you giving. And then when it's time for me to ask, I don't feel bad about asking anyone as long as I've already. But my rule is I won't ask for anything unless I've given you two things, you know? Yep. And that's, that's precisely like the key to networking is like doing good work and being a good person. And it's just like the gift that keeps on giving and everyone, like pretty much all your connections just, just start working together. And it, like years yeah. down there, like Chris, thank you. So like, yeah, really, really cool. Like segue. It sounds thank like you for that, man. 
Yeah. I'm so sorry. It sounds like more of a community than a network, you know, at that point, right? Because if you just all help each other, then, you know, like. That's what we should call it, right? What should we even call it a network? Like, it's, it's like, because we're not necessarily just working. So sometimes it's just positive seeing one another hanging out or, hey, I know you're going to this event. I know two good guys are going. Like, like I know a lot of people moving to Miami right now. So my friend just told me today and he's moving to Miami. I'm like, okay, I got three people I introduce you to that, you know, get you in the scene a little bit or you can meet good people that have good networking events. So, yeah, I agree. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we're going to grow and do the same thing here, right? We'll think of things we can help each other and we'll just keep going. Definitely. 100%. Yeah, I think that's a really good segue into like partnerships. We kind of already did with getting into the whole like gaming community and kind of how like we started even how this conversation came to be, you know, like, like you clearly are looking at innovative channels to, you know, conceive or conceive might not be the right word, but you know, build these partnerships from like, of course, your brain's always thinking, but what are you looking for in a partnership with, with ClickUp? Yeah. Um, if I'm being quite honest, like one, I'm looking at your audience, you know, who, like, who, who did you attract? How, how do you interact with them? Because just because you have a great audience um, or just because you have a big audience doesn't mean it's a great audience too. Like you might, you might be an older company who has a lot of a large audience from a long time ago, but are they interacting with you? Are they engaging with you? Are you doing forward, you know, moving things? I'm looking for companies that aren't doing the same thing as anyone else. Like I, I, if you're following the status quo, I can tell by your social media and your website probably pretty quickly. Um, and it's not that you're not doing a good job in your business, but I'm not going to be as interested because that's just not who we are. Like, like ClickUp's going to win because we're different. We're not going to win by just acting like Jira. We're not, we're not, you know, like we're going to win by being ClickUp, being different and, and doing these hip hop songs and, and coming up with different types of videos and funnier commercials. So what I'm looking for a partner is, is like what we have right here. I'm looking for innovative companies who I know I really like seeing that they're scrappy as well. And a lot of times we're, we're looking for referrals. Like right now I'm, I'm going through um, my, like I haven't, out, I haven't went outside of my network for one partnership call. If I'm being honest, I just went through, I've just asked and asked and asked and I've had plenty of calls and I'm not taking every single one either. Like we've had big companies we've spoken to that have a great audience. And I'd love to have their users um, but if it doesn't make sense, we're not going to do it. Or if we can't have some fun with it, if it gets too serious or whatever, um, it just doesn't seem right. And uh, we have plenty of options anyway, you know, getting, getting kind of large, to be honest, we have a lot of people we can talk to. So our goal is just find people who are fun, really ready to really resonates with their audience that cares about their audience, takes care of their people. Cause we do too. Like our, our customer service is very, very important to us. Like try writing in to click up and see if you can have a bad experience. They're all, I mean, I'm right outside of the room of like, 50 nice, very, very kind people ready to, to help on that side. So yeah, that's, that's what we're looking for. Fun, move, you know, fast moving, ready, ready for change, adaptation, all that. That's great. What have been some experiential, like maybe campaigns that you've been a part of that you think work without, you know, shedding any proprietary ideas that, that can't be, be shared yet? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Um, when, I, when I was working for uh, Dan Fleischman at Elevator Studio in LA, we got to do some, some really cool things there, get really creative for clients. I say one that stood out was for Oracle. Uh, we really got to go in and, and they listened to us on this. And rather than just doing a regular like, you know, Oracle video, we hired like people cool, people with like very unique talents. Like we got like a very good skateboarder. Uh, we got a break dancer. We got like all these different parts that you wouldn't usually see this. You don't think of in tech, you know, you usually think of a guy about a computer or, uh, you know, something like that. That's usually what the commercials are, right? So we want to switch it completely up. We just have people who are very good at what they're doing. So while they're talking about this coding and everything else, they also have some really cool skateboarding and a girl coming by and dancing. It just changed the whole feel of Oracle. It was a huge success. It was kind of experiential marketing because we had, it was at an event and people were seeing it go down. But I think that's one of the more cool things that, that jumps at me. Dan's done some really cool ideas of like having – basically flooding the internet for a day, which is I guess still isn't experiential, but like they have a huge event, but they get a bunch of influencers in one place, all posting the same thing, like a sign or just something off the wall. 
And those are really cool. So I, I love, I love testing and seeing new things like that. Yeah. And since COVID, we haven't been able to do too much. So I guess it's been a, it's been a bit since we've been able to try anything, but I've been chomping at the bit. So you will definitely see something soon and we can, we can test back in that in like two, three months. Love that. Yeah. And that kind of, um, speaking of, you know, mass sharing by kind of like an influential audience, I kind of hate to bring it up, but like that was Firefest. Like the entire oh, yeah. internet started posting their orange squares and people were like, wait, what is this? And then, you know, it sold out in two days and we all know the story there, but I think yeah. experiential marketing kind of like getting it out there. Man, I've, I've watched that documentary twice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, 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 I don't, and that was our biggest competitor. So when I was working for Elevator Studio and helping with them, uh, Fuck Jerry was the biggest competitor who, you know, who did Fire Festival. So I mean, I, I can't sit here and lie. Like what they did was smart. And I'm sure they didn't know that, you know, the, the concert was going to happen. But regardless what they did, what there are things that can be taken, like the orange squares, the famous people. But I will say like that is going away a bit. I think people are getting, you know, people seeing Ty Lopez in his garage with, you know, with, with a bunch of girls and the cars and all that. Like I think, and that's, that's what that played on, right? Fire Festival played on that. I think now, like if you, if you talk to anyone who's in, that I, that I talked to in the know, like they already see the ads are changing and stuff. Like we used to go pay 50 grand, you know, for a really nice commercial as well shot. And you might go, you might go shoot a video on an iPhone now that performs better because user generated content is outperforming this regular content. Any, anyone knows that. I'm not telling a secret now, but now the next step is what is, the, what is that? What's it going to next? Like how can you make user generated content real? Um, what, what does go viral? Cause you, cause you can, you can try to stage user generated. I, I call it, I call it uh, FUG, you know, FUGC, it's like fake user-generated content, which people set up all the time, right? You, you, you see it everywhere, but it is working really well. So I, I think our goal is to really get in the forefront and think of how, how do people make decisions? Like what are the, what are the cool videos we can do to still keep, one, you got to keep their attention. You know, like you watch any, if you run YouTube ads, whatever, people are all dropping in the first few seconds, no matter how good your ad is. So we're getting creative what we do in the first few seconds, but also getting creative in how we, um, how we keep your attention because a lot of our, we're different from you, right? Like you can be fun and, and drop snacks and all that, but we still have to talk tech. So at the end of the day, I have to make it cool and I have to make it fun. And that's what we're trying to do now is we have these videos where as I'm walking you through a tutorial of our program, but also still making you laugh and keeping your attention. That's, that's kind of our, our big focus, I think, for that. That's great. Love that. Um, I think kind of going into how you came across Snack Magic and how you guys at ClickUp are using Snack Magic. Tell yeah, I'll walk you through the whole thing. I found out about you all. Uh, one, we were, we were <laughs> I don't want to throw shade, but we, we, we used to have high expectations for it. was a snack nation. Yeah, like in the early days, we, we really thought, like, we, we love snacking. To be honest, the CEO and I, like, we're pretty young. We love to snack. You know, it is what it is. We've always loved to snack. We always loved to have cool snacks around. So we thought uh, that was going to be, like, a big thing. I remember we paid <laughs> the boxes we get were small, you know, like, not, not to go too into it. But um, so I'd always been a fan of that industry. And we always joked about like, they probably have a killer. Actually, I was going to get back in touch with them because I wanted to, like, I felt like their, um, their user base had to still be pretty good. And I knew they probably had to pivot or something. So we're going to try to like cheaply market. But as I was doing that, I was talking to one of our investors, Brian Rose, uh, Brian Rosenblatt, really good. Uh, he's like a mentor of mine. I, I run everything by him that I'm doing. And he gives me great advice. And I was like, look, man, like, I'm, I'm doing the partner. I'm taking other partnerships, things that click up and there's so many options. Like, but I, I, I haven't really found a company that really is hitting home that, that hits just like us. You know, that's scrappy. That's, that's pivoted. That's done all this. And uh, he named you all first and he connected me right with your CEO. And we dove in and we hit it off. He reminded me of our CEO, but I can just tell he's scrappy and smart and, uh, but also cool. Like any, cause I had ideas and he was just like, yeah, hook you great. Like he was just like us. You know, like a lot of other companies are like, well, first we had to get this approved. And then I was like, I don't want to wait a month for a partnership. Like I want a partnership next week. 
because we can do that, you know? And sure enough, I spoke to, to you and um, next thing you know, we had this set up. Now how we use Snack Magic. One, we love, love, love taking care of our clients and we love to make our customer service empowered. Um, so now at any time, if like, uh, if let's say we have an issue and we mess up, which, you know, very rarely happens, but let's say it accidentally did, uh, we love to make up for it, right? So we usually get free click up, but we now have another option where you can send them a box, right? Like, hey, we're so sorry you had this issue. Um, you know, we have some snacks on us. And, and the thing that makes it so easy is we can send a link. So I think we're using it differently. Uh, also sales, we close a big deal. We're, we're, let, we're sending it to them and allow them to choose one of the larger boxes. So when sales closes a deal, they can just send over and say, hey, look, so, so excited to have you. As you guys start setting up ClickHub, we wanna make sure you have some snacks and you're, uh, you, know, you have a good week next week. So something fun, easy like that. And the last way we're using it is here. I mean, I have a ton, <laughs> we buy them here. Uh, I think we set up on like uh, every two weeks or something. So we have a couple boxes that come here. There's a ton of snacks running around here as well. So yeah, three ways we use it. Uh, it's customer service to, to treat if we make a mistake because it's a fun, you know, there's, there's giving away click, I was giving money, but there's also like a, a real like, hey, I'm sorry, enjoy, this is cool. Um, so I think we're probably doing that differently. And I hope other companies copy us on that except ones that are in our, uh, our field. Uh, as for the second, uh, yes, yeah, sales. I think a lot of people use it for sales as it should. And then obviously for the office. What a good answer. Like the customer service aspect is, is that's really going above and beyond because you're fixing like the first issue of the technical issue of why, you know, a customer may be, you know, disgruntled or whatever reason. And then you're also like the cherry on top is like, Hey, like this is for you guys. Like we understand what happened and like let bygones be bygones. Let's be happy and, and eat some snacks that's and then keep it going. Yeah. Well, the best part is like, I don't have to worry. We used to send like cookies and milk. That was like our big thing. But like, I mean, who's, I mean, I'm lactose intolerant. You know, people are vegan. Now it's like, they choose. We don't have to do it. It's like, it's, it's also no work on us. We just send the link. So it, it, that you guys really nailed it by doing that and changing that interface, I think. Because one, like we're so busy. We don't have time to, if we had to choose and, you know, go through stacks, that'd be a problem. But we have no work. Hitting on so many like, like points that are just like validating for, you know, the snack magic platform, like the open link advantage or so, so good stuff. I know that Chloe, you have some like case study questions, right? That yeah. Made- yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have some more like nitty gritty questions for you. Let's get nitty gritty. How was the process for you using the website? And was there any feature that was like particularly helpful? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I know my favorite parts of the plat- platform is easy. Uh, at, at the beginning, honestly, I, uh, I'm, sometimes I can be lazy and like go to a secretary or the, house, or, or the, um, the office manager and say, hey, can you take care of this? But as I was about, I was like, hey, I'll make her a loom showing her how to do it. And, and I went to go do it myself. I said, this is so easy. I don't, I don't have to make her like a video. Like it's, it's that simple. So yeah, I had, had no issues um, showing the team how to use it. it it's, it's very straightforward. My favorite feature, I'm not sure if you'd call it a feature, but I was highly impressed when you guys did this one. I was ordering my own box because first, before we even got to this, this, this stage, um, you guys just gave me a free box, which is so nice for Zev and I. So as I'm filling it out, you know, I think I'm all done and I'm, I'm pretty picky with my snacks. I went through, I got my smart sweets, um, I got a cool new drink, you know, like things I haven't tried, but things I also didn't know really well. But then at the end, you guys are so slick. You pop up and you're like, hey, you know what? Two extra free things on us, you know, like choose one, choose two of these like five in 40 seconds. So I love the urgency and I love, I just think that's genius. It just feels cool. Like who doesn't feel like, who doesn't like walking away feel like they, they got something over the customer, like an extra bonus. And my, my dad taught me that when he was, uh, like he ran a chain of tire stores. He was all about like making them feel like they left with a deal. Even if it's not a deal, make them feel like, and I think that like the way you guys had that in there is just, it's just, it was a great little touch at the end. Maybe feel I already had a good experience. It was so easy. And then at the end, it's like, oh, you're giving me something else free at the top. And of course you guys are. This is great. Are you guys using the swag component at all? Or like the sticker yeah. or anything? So we, we actually just had to, um, to get a new office manager. So we're working on that. We have to send you, we had a bunch of swag ordered. And, uh, it, it wasn't correct. So yeah, we, uh, we, we, we are going to send you, I think we're sending it 
I think you guys are on the East Coast. Or is it in Ohio? I think it's in Ohio. You have, what doesn't matter? It's not for this. But yeah, we're trying to make it easy because here's the thing with swag. It's like, we want to make it easy on your team because uh, a lot of it, it can be from small to large, right? But we do have like AirPod, ClickUp branded AirPods, socks. So I think what we were going to do at first was send the ones that are kind of don't need sizes. And then later as we get more into it, we'll send you like all the jackets and shirts and all that. We're definitely going to touch on that too. Very cool. But that's going to be for our, for our new employees. We're going to send them a, uh, a snack box. Oh yeah, and that's the fourth one we use you guys. So yeah, we're going to send them a snack box and then swag. Because we already send them swag here. But it just makes sense to go ahead and add it to you guys and have the, and have snacks. Consolidated, yeah. Well, I think that you clearly have like your wits about like branding and like partnerships and innovative marketing. Do you use Snack Magic, the, the international feature of Snack Magic? We, ha- we will. We, we have for two clients so far. Two, we just closed a deal, a, a pretty massive deal in Europe and we sent it over. So we, we're, we're happy with that. Um, we, as a company, we, we have most of our employees that are overseas are remote, but we are looking to put an office in Kiev. Um, coming up soon so we definitely will be utilizing that more and we like that you have that because we we, we never like say if someone writes in like i hate those companies like oh yeah we're gonna give you something like, oh i'm actually overseas oh we can't like can't give you that now it's like no if we if we say we're gonna give you a gift we don't care where you live we're gonna send it to you right. um, so we're, we're happy that you guys have that too right yeah, of and course. um do you do you know that it's uh it's really what i think is so interesting about the international thing is that we don't ship from america we, we work with local partners in each i did country. not know that part which is That's like, legit. Like random people like who just applied to be a gift box curator and then they put together these boxes and then they like put ship them out for delivery to the local, you know, employees, wherever they are. And like it's so crazy too because we also do Costa Rica. And in Costa Rica there's no addresses. So it's like the address is like a um, hundred kilometers to the left behind the rock. Like, and you guys put the time in, you're like, we're still going to deliver to Costa Rica. I don't care if we're going to use rulers and figure it out. Exactly. Exactly. It's pretty interesting. I think not a lot of people know that. Like they think that it's just like, I did nationally. But, that's nice. I know my friend just got up in Costa Rica. That's crazy. I did not know that. But yeah. Definitely take advantage of that, of that feature too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like the key there is we want, you know, we want to be as authentic to the recipient and we don't want, you know, to just be like, we want to give local, you know, novelties. Thanks so much for sharing all that insight today, Chris, best of luck at ClickUp. And we look forward to uh, tracking your success in the years to come and uh, looking forward to making more content with you guys. Thanks for coming on. Today. Yeah. Thank- thanks for having me. This is a blast. I almost forgot we were even doing this call. I just thought we were just having fun with ideas. So I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs>